Hey, this is John Reap from the Country-ish Podcast on the All Things Comedy Network. No sports? No problem. My bookie offers the latest and most popular sport game titles and state-of-the-art software. No need to leave the comfort of your home. It's all at your fingertips. Featuring a truly flawless live casino, complete with professional dealers, as well as a large selection of classic and progressive slots games, plus the greatest selection of video poker variants. They really do offer something for everyone. Take advantage of their daily promotions for the casino, which includes bonuses, cash backs, raffles, free chips, and free spins for you to increase your chances of winning every single day. Also, you can put your skills to the test in their latest free blackjack and slots tournaments, which includes a free 10K prize pool blackjack tournament. Stuck at home? Don't even sweat it. They got you covered. Join now and start winning big today. Sick and tired of getting the runaround when you ask for a payout? My bookie pays fast when you win. With decades of experience, great customer service, and hassle-free transactions, why would you bet anywhere else? Visit mybookie.ag and use the promo code ATCCASINO for a 150% bonus on your first deposit. Bet with the biggest, win with the best, only at my bookie. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Oh, what a great audience. Let's dim the lights for this next one. Oh, too much. Ah, there it is. Gotta get things just right. Like Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Tell us what you want to pay and we help you find coverage options that fit your budget. And now, the mood is right. Wait, the lights are back on again. Trudy, can you... And now it's completely dark. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Don't try to run, don't try to hide. You're still your time without What's up, Food Podcast? Welcome to the What's Up, Food Podcast with Felipe Esparza, Rodrigo Torres, and Lisa Esparza. Yes, right. What's <laughs> up, Food? Man, it's welcome cracking, back man. to our podcast. We had an awesome week. We traveled the world, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Got back, doing it up, watching a lot of television. Oh, man, we went through a we went through the episode, the whole season of College Friends. Friends, Friends from, from college? college? Friends was co- from college. That shit's badass. With um, Jordan Peele and Fred no, Savage. No, <laughs> Keegan Michael Key. Yeah, he had a cr- he has a crazy huh? name on. Keegan Michael Key. Jordan Peele says the other, other guy. fool from the Get chub- Out. The chubbier. There you go. <laughs> hey, f- hey, fool. How about the first time we started watching those videos, dog? Those little snippets. Which ones? Uh, remember that one famous Jordan Peele and. That uh, Keegan Peele? Uh, Keegan Peele? Yeah. Well, no, we watched that. The first time I remember, you showed me that video of those fools in the airplane when they did that sketch, fool? Yeah. <laughs> the guy that wants to go to the restroom and all that shit. What's the name of the show again? Key and Peel. Key and Peel. Key and Peel. Peel is the guy that did get out. What was his first name? Keegan. Keegan. Ma- Keegan Key. Michael. Keegan Michael There's Key. There's a dash in that name, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Somebody messed around. Because I know he's <laughs> no. adopted, right? Yeah, I think he's adopted. But anyways, adopted. yeah, fuck all that. What's up with the show, dog? The show's funny, dude. <laughs> 
The show is like you, 30 something. You guys have to watch it, man. What man? How about us, man? Like, tell me. Like, I put on my headphones, man. I don't understand, man, where these people get that magic skin they think they have. Eh? When what she's, do you mean? When, like, the main actress, she said, I'm buying, I'm, she bought herself that, I bought myself a 40th birthday present. 40? Yeah, yeah, that that was older. Everybody that looks older. That woman's got to be older than forty. She's she's, she, prob- she's she's break. She's probably pushing fifty. She's like forty eight, maybe, right? She's got to be older than me. Yeah, she has to be. The, this is well. the one that I'm cut, not that far from fifty. The one the the you're talking about the skinny skinny the skinny, one. Skinny, the one he's having an affair with. with. What's yeah. her? Uh, she's like she looks like her, she's like her name is Middle uh, Eastern of sorts, right? Like she has that maybe, no, maybe Italian. But anyways, yeah, there you go. But uh, yeah, she does look a little a little a little. Uh, Look a little accordion, dog. Baby accordion. accordion. So what about her? What's accordion? You know when your skin goes wrinkly. <laughs> your skin will too. <laughs> oh yeah, it all does. It's cool. My teacher, uh, I, I trip it. Speaking of um, accordion, fish skin, right? Yeah, you always call it fish. Skin. You call it old ass fool fish skin. I, I had, te- had a teacher, that. man, in third grade, Miss Flanoy. Damn. And she was um funny. All my, I was, I was thinking back about. Growing up, you know, we met a lot of, um, I met some people at the show who were teachers and they were t- telling me. And then I, no, I was, when I was taping at the Boyle Heights, the girl, some girl I was talking to, she's a fan. She told me she's a teacher. Then I started thinking about it. Growing up, I had no Latino teachers, not one in my neighborhood. They were all white or black or Asian. What about the one who did the, um, run to the hills? Mr. Root? Oh, he wasn't. What was, was, Chi- he? If, he was I don't know, man. Native American. Well, if he was <laughs> Chicano, he must have changed. He, he, gave, he gave a lot of speeches he, yeah, about Chicano. Yeah, he was. A, he was. I don't know if he was Mexican American, but his last name was Root. Maybe he. Was like Peruvian or some shit. He didn't want anybody yeah, to know, huh? He never said he was Mexican though, but he was probably Latino. He was down for the cause. He was down, bro. <laughs> down. He, he said he was at um, Four Dead in, in Ohio. He was at Kent State. He was at Kent State when that happened. He I mean, at Kent. Dude, that one must have been old then. That shit happened in 68, right? Uh, Kent State? Yeah, the shit? yeah, yeah that yeah, same yeah, time yeah, Mexico yeah. City happened. What am I, Dinosaur Jr.? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, so um, no, bro. I didn't, growing up, all my teachers, all, I could name them all. They were all white. Uh-huh. 1970. 1970. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess he was teaching um, 16 years when I met him, 15 years, teaching U.S. history. Mm-hmm. His story, but yeah, they were, I would know we're all you had, you had like Chicano or Mexican teachers. Yeah, dude, my my principal, my first principal was Mr. Mejia. He had a PhD, and then uh, my third grade teacher who I clashed with a lot, Miss Garcia. Dog. We thought me and this person, I guess, we were talking right, but that's the thing about no, 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 no. There was th- there was a lot of teachers in my my second street that were Latino, Mexican. But then I get my, my teacher, Mr. Cordero. He was Portuguese. There you go. He was funny as hell, dog. <laughs> he was a great teacher. What do you say? That's the problem about, about um, the out of unified district or any district. When you have a great teacher, they make him a principal. Oh yeah, man. And then he has to call shots. But nobody follows it. Well, his rules. He was better. He was better as a teacher, bro. Everybody thought he was a joker, or but, what? But they always take the. How come they do that? Take all the good teachers to make them um, office people. Well, they're well, they don't take them. The people, those teachers want to move up. Yeah, and then those and, old fools yeah. leave when they were young, you know? Because the, the pay's better, and that's why they keep going. That one woman that was at Isaac's charter school, 
She started as his third grade teacher. The next year, she was assistant <coughs> principal. She kept Damn. taking seminars and like classes and certifications and stuff all summer. And then I think she's running another school somewhere now. Like that's what she wanted. She was very aggressive about it. But they want to get out of that class. Mad most money of the in the time. administration, administration positions. What's up? I remember like in the 80s, or the, not the early 80s, but late 80s, there was like a lot of, a, a lot of um, movies coming out to make teachers look bad. Oh, yeah. Or they're like, they're like losers, or mm-hmm. they'll make them look like... Or they they made, just were showing their real life. Or they're making, they're the, sc- they're the, making school the school life. look bad, like... Lean on like, me. Like, lean on me, or the oh, other one... That was funny. What, which, what, that one you said? What that movie? One, when you were talking teachers. about teachers? Oh, my God. Who's in it? I was thinking about that movie when you were talking about it. Never seen it. Dude, it's hilarious. Bro. Robert Mulligan. Richard Mulligan. Richard Mulligan. This movie is hilarious, bro. Nick Nolte. This movie started the all the funny movies later on, but this movie was about an actual school where they're losing stu- they're losing um, the bad test scores truancy yeah it's falling truancy. Down, yeah. but this movie was fictional but it, it, it kind of started the other movies that were real and bad like the, the t- teacher the teacher take as like the ambassador to life yeah. and taking you further although there were movies like that before there was like To Sir With Love and all the <laughs> Sydney Portier movie remember that <laughs> to Raise It in the Sun yeah To <laughs> no, I gotta look it up no, no, Sydney Portier yeah Sydney Portier was a huge movie and he's teaching all these uh, white British kids and he's, uh, I saw clips of it he's a black teacher and they, f- they love him I'm that, getting to it that song sorry no, no, I never heard. I never seen that one, but that's way back. What a year was that? Probably sixty something. Probably sixty six, sixty seven. But there was To Kill a Mockingbird. Well, well there that you go, dog. Well, you go to get back to the Mockingbird. Yeah. Fuck that little rascal. They was Miss Huckabee. <laughs> no, Miss Crabtree. Miss Crabtree. Yeah, dog. That means Huckabee was my second grade. Yeah, teacher. but back then they were seen as just babysitters, basically. They weren't yeah. really like. But dude, you gotta see the movie Teachers, bro. That guy, Chris oh, Mulligan. Is that his name? Is the actor? Oh, Richard Mulligan, that, the guy well, who's on soap, one that, of the, the, the best shows that fool, in, right? ever made. That fool escapes from mental hospital, right? He, and then he walks into that school, bro, and pretends to be a substitute teacher, yeah. right? Tight. But so he then, ends up being phenomenal. He's being a, a, a great <laughs> teacher, <laughs> than the but he's crazy. Right? He like, gets dressed up as, <laughs> because, fiction, as the historical this this case on. Because there's this teacher, right, a black teacher. And right, and she's arguing with the white teacher, right? Well, I got all these Latino students who don't speak English. Dang. And she goes, I can't teach them to read. Well, blah, 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 right? But then that, the guy from the mental hospital, right? He's a teacher there now, too. He goes, But you're a teacher. A <laughs> true <laughs> job. Yeah, because everybody starts talking about, I can't teach this guy. I can't teach math when this guy can't even read. But you're a Teacher, right? He kept telling her, but you're a teacher over and over. But you know, they, they shut him up with some people need more experience in this school. Oh, hell yeah. That's what he hit him back with. They hit him back with. But anyway, fool, this fool is teaching, uh, uh, he's teaching about the American Revolution, dressed like a, like George Washington, bro. He's on frontier. Like he really dressed <laughs> with everything, dude. He has a, he takes food out in, out in the fucking outside. Musket. Atomic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. Remember? He is crazy. It's a good movie, though. like mad reenactment. Hell yeah! Hey, dude, what were you gonna say about that? Uh, the fr- that uh, you know, friends from college. That one scene about the girl. What girl? You were talking about, it, and then we went somewhere else with the friends from college. That oh, I forgot, bro. You locked me in the corner. You're talking about her oh, talking about no. buying a birthday present for herself. Oh yeah, she was buying a birthday present for herself, bro. But man, and she says forty. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of cream you have, eh? <laughs> Nivea, dog. 
What up? What up? <laughs> that was a badass show. Dude, that fucking show's funny, dog. Hell yeah, man. Dude. What I like about that show too, in the end, it shows like you went through the whole show in one out one day, huh? Yeah, yeah. no life. It's such a good show, though. Dude, I did that shit from like midnight to like four a.m. Oh, when I watch these, when but I watch it, it goes into the yeah, next one. You, you have and to it's watch seamless. it. You forget that it's starts at forty three. When I watch yeah. these shows, I always watch. I never have friends like this. <laughs> I've always seen people in college like those people, but, but I never about, had. But I was get, a loner, dog. Like but they're thinking um, they all went to Harvard. Yeah, yeah. They have cash. You know that, or you know scholarship shit. That one fool is a trust fund baby. Is he a trust fund baby, or he had an inheritance recently? Well, she said just because you have a trust fund, don't oh. feel bad for yourself. Peel's a uh, Key's wife. Oh, okay. Told I thought he was he had inherited a bunch of money and he doesn't have to work anymore. Yeah. But I thought I didn't know he was trust fund baby. Though. Started watching that show with Justin Bateman, man. Um, Lo- Ozark? Ozarks, fuck that. I'm lost in the Ozarks, bro. Yeah, dude. I, I see the same. I watched four episodes. Be, fuck that, dude. I, will, I, will, I feel like every show now, if it don't, I'm gonna start thinking now. If I don't, if I'm not into it. By the second episode, I'm done, bro. You're gonna suck me into another ten. Yeah, like, and then shit ain't gonna happen. <laughs> that happened to me with fucking um with uh, Tom Hardy, bro. Fucking taboo. Oh, oh my god, god you sat god, through dude. that for like eighteen episodes. I was out after two, and I like Tom it Hardy. Eighteen, it was ten. You, you be coming out a lot, lot of bullshit ass shows and movies. That fool, man. I, I like him, if and you I was guys so watch disappointed. Taboo with Tom Hardy. That's an expensive show to flop, bro. Because that's oh, a real yeah. ocean, bro. Damn. He didn't use no studio. I always look at shows like where where like uh, where they're dressed with costumes, bro. <laughs> Those shows are gonna get one chance. <laughs> now you can't have a show like like Lord of the Rings bomb and then you're gonna give it a second chance. You can't give a show that's not a second chance because the costumes ain't gonna look as good. The dragon could be made made out of paper. Start slashing the budget, huh? <laughs> no, but like sometimes the show start losing their budget, bro. Like, like you know, like it runs out. It runs out, right? Yeah, and they start re- doing anything. You gotta replace the cast. <laughs> like, like we were talking last time when they replaced the cast of Bucky and uh, Dukes of Hazard. Was Boy and Luke? Oh, they brought their cousins in. Yeah, they brought the. It was. It wasn't good. It was. It was. And then they came back. Was that after? It was after contract negotiations, right? We talked about yeah, that a while ago. Maybe you're going to get replaced, man, by Toby Hicks and fucking Jamal Dobin. What's up, Dominic? What's up, dopesters? <laughs> What's up, fool? What's up, fool? What's up, fool? Man, you ever go like, we have a guest here, bro. Yeah, man. Introduce right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's uh, our honor to introduce one of the funniest females on the planet, straight from D.C. Thank you. Please put your hands together for Dominique. I appreciate What's it. What's up, fool? What up, though? What up, though? First time we ran into you, man, I think it was over there. In the Upland. Upland. About 12 yeah. years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Was Speedy was on that show? Speedy this was Speedy. on that show. Um, it was Cookie's Room? No. No. It, I like girl, huh? Was it Barry? I think Barry had something to do Barry with it. Barry had something to do with it, I think. It Barry Neal? No, oh, that you know tall, that's thin brother. Tall, skinny Barry. From he the owns, dude, the Ontario. Improv a lot of, a lot of Christmas right. shows and shit. There. Yeah, he does that a lot. Yeah. I know that dude. He just hit around with Steve Trevino. Maybe. All right. Could have been, though. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's, it's a tall, thin brother, dog. He played with the Bee Gees, right, Barry Gibbs? You ever talk to people, man, when they don't know... Who the hell are you talking about? But they throw in a name like, yeah. But they start throwing a bio- uh, like a fake personality about that person. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. That guy laughs a lot, right? Yeah, man. He's quick with a joke. He has big feet. 
Don't, oh, I thought you were going to process something. No, I just realized <laughs> You wrote that word on that pro- no, process. No, I just realized she texted no. me, but oh, okay, I missed okay, it. Okay. No, for Sorry. real, man. Like, I hope you were no not word, there, no word. Sometimes, like, people use one word, and, they, and then everybody runs with it, bro, and they're using it wrong. Like, my, like at out first, of context. remember when that song came out? It's my prerogative. Right. That, it was oh, good with, for the song. That's a word to for use the in song. music. For the song. <laughs> dun, but dun, then everybody dun, was talking using it everywhere. You know, dun. fuck that bitch, you know? It's my prerogative. <laughs> right. So, and I know, bitch. That's overdoing it. Yes. They're overdoing they it. They hop on that word like anything else. You know, another one is percolating. Percolate. Do the perk. Yeah, it's that's a dance. It's a dance. I always thought that was a dance. And then Mary J. Blige started talking. It was a dance. Yeah, yeah. I, the it's first time I heard like the that sprinkler. was in the Nutty <laughs> Professor when Eddie Murphy. Like, oh, girl, I heard you percolate. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like the sprinkler, I think. Yeah, yeah. I remember this dude. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let it percolate, bro. <laughs> this dude from DC, like we were all at the All Star Weekend one weekend, and and he was this dude named Daryl, and it, the time for the percolator was out. He got up on top of the damn pool table. It's always a gay dude, and he started percolating, percolating, and they are cheering, but he didn't realize he was backing up. He percolated. His ass right on the floor. Oh, he kept. It's time for the percolator. <laughs> they was like, "Oh, Daryl, percolating, staying up." <laughs> he turned to a broken teacup. <laughs> but that was the song where let's get it percolating. Yeah, well, there was a dance before the song, right? Yeah, and her song was not even about a dance. It, her song that wasn't even the main. But then song, everybody so. starts doing it, right? Oh, like, hold on, start using the word like, too. Like, you know, it's dumb, bro. When when um, Spanish people start using it more, <laughs> what happened? No mames, no So lately, everybody been using the process. You gotta trust the, the process. process. Trust the process. Trust the process. How about <laughs> like, bro? What kills me is when I see comedians. Like they, before they go up, like they put their set together and take a picture of it. Yeah, man, you gotta follow the process. Then you see them bomb with cue cards, and then you don't want you don't want to be. And, what process is that? When yeah. they bomb, what's that process? But you can't. It's you, you can't comment that on a person who's a millennial because they get hurt. They do because they get hurt. They don't. Someone who's like who's like who's twin who's thirty four. To 50 years old is gonna say fuck you motherfucker out loud yeah. if you write that shit right oh, yeah. <laughs> if you write it to them but someone who's 22 you hurt their feelings bro yeah they're more sensitive you gotta yeah. go to counseling and shit like like um, like, like, you, like somebody who writes the process you write like if you were to say like every, all these NBA players talking about the process but how about processing that big ass L? Yeah, putting your head down. <laughs> but they don't. It doesn't even affect them. Like they can get blown to smithereens, and, <laughs> and they'll shake your hand. Why are you shaking his hand? It's the playoffs. You you are enemies right now. What is that about? Everybody's all wants to be on the nice tip. Not that it's bad, but you know what I'm saying. Like but, too overly nice. Yes, but you're not competing. No you're getting blown out. This man out here shimmying on you. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dancing and shimmy. What are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you tired? Why are you shaking your hands? You see that with comics, though, these days. Too. Oh, hell like yeah, the newer, you see the that newer shit. group of comics, they can't take, you know, the way you guys kid each other uh, in your generation of comedy. And you yeah, like, you'll bag, like, like Dom Herrera saying to you, nice try. When you come off and yeah. you're killed, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Where'd you lose them at? Right. But a lot of, <laughs> 
<laughs> a lot of other people, newer generation, they get hurt by that. They really do. But I also think that that's kind of bad because if you're not going to know any of that criticism, yeah. dude, later on you're going to fucking face some real shit and you ain't going to know what to do with From it. From the fans. But one thing know. about the younger generation that's even weird, I don't know if you guys noticed this or not, they can go up and bomb. And their peers will say, good job. Oh, they'll be high-fiving. Yeah, and I'm like, that's not good job. Give them a tag for their joke. You know, when we went up and bombed, <laughs> give them a tag. We went up and bombed, people be like, it's all good. You would leave. You, you would leave. You would go home. They'd be like, we Nobody see wants you to shake your hand because no. they might get that shit on them. Yeah, that corny shit on them. You know what I'm saying? But they give them high-five. They even force themselves to laugh. And I'm like, you knew that wasn't funny. Why are you laughing? And they forget they bombed. <laughs> They I know do. people that bombed 20 years ago. They still, people still remember that shit. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, dog. Remember, no, I, 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 I know I do. This, <laughs> Even if you go to that town, tell you let redeem yourself. Yeah. There'll be somebody from the last show. Yeah. Oh man, you really got better. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, I'm the process. Man, you stuck with the process. You stuck with the process. Like, he'll be old school though. Yeah, you up there percolating. You percolating. It's time for the percolator. Woo woo. What was your biggest bomb? Uh, I'll tell you my, oh my biggest bomb. God. I'll tell you. Oh my my biggest bomb, bro, has to be Tacoma, Washington. I did one of those shows, bro, that every every Hispanic comedian and every um, ethnic, every African American goes through. It, Lunell called it. It's like it's like a, a rite of passage, bro. <laughs> yeah. When you get booked by this guy in Seattle, and don't get paid. Oh, that Pierre. 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was uh, the the show was seven hundred dollars to fly to Hawaii to do one night and then do the next night in Tacoma, Washington. Mm-hmm. So you know, I didn't get paid for either one. By the way, it doesn't even matter. But um, <laughs> but I bombed so hard. I was bombing in the beginning of the show, and then some dude goes up on stage and they hear him now having a rose battle. But then he out and he's funnier, of course. But I have to follow. Yeah. But then you start making excuses because I have to follow like everybody. I have to follow the local barber shop, San Luis Beach, pass out the little bottle for money. All the families there. <laughs> and then there was a local guy who killed with just references. Yeah. Y'all know the barber shop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Y'all, y'all seen that picture? Ah! Your hometown, you always have a, a, a leg up. You always ahead because you can talk about something nobody inside. else. Knows. Inside jokes. Yeah. Shit, but then you be, but then after a while, man, you, be, you you come to that town for the tenth time. You're that motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're that motherfucker now. You, you, you blow away any young hack from that town. You go <laughs> because he be that thing. Oh, I'm gonna poke it, but then you go in there. And you talk about an old club that's closed down now. <laughs> Woo! They like, like oh man! Uh, like if you were up there and go like this, oh man! Y'all remember the vent? And then, <laughs> and the young comics don't even know. Oh hell no! Nah. They don't know. They don't have a clue. Like I'll be like, y'all remember the celebrity? Like I'll be uh, when, we're at the, when we're at Houston. I'll be like, y'all remember the fucking Bronco uh, Bowl? The Bronco Bowl. And then people go crazy. See, some of you guys don't know that you were made there. <laughs> I bomb hard, bro. At the Bronco Bowl? No, at the fucking Tacoma, Washington. Oh, okay. I was, first of all, the only, I was like the only Mexican there. Then I bombed harder when I said that, yeah, Chris Rock was right. There's black people, and we all know who you guys are. Oh, no. <laughs> Boo! Boo! Oh, hell. Boo! I almost broke my sobriety that day. <laughs> I had nine years in, dog. But yeah, man, bomb hard. That was tough. 
and bombs. I never forgot. I bombed. Because I called somebody. I thought how fucked up it is when you bomb or you call somebody. <laughs> Are they going to help you? What happened, bro? I was not good, dog. Take it easy, dog. This is just a Frank Sinatra, bro. <laughs> Do it. You, you did it your way, bro. That's what he told me, bro. I called him Willie Barcena. I said, I bomb hard, bro. Then he goes, they, 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 like, Willie, like, some comics are, they switch it to the, their feelings. <laughs> you want to see Bobby, bro? I bombed that fucking at the Comedy Act Theater, 1991. You know, so I'm making a year. Goddamn, bro. <laughs> yeah, I, I bombed so bad at this club called the... Um, the yeah. No Laughs. The No Laughs. <laughs> when I tell you I bombed and I never forgot it, it's the Comedy Connection in Laurel, Maryland. I went up there and I bombed so damn bad. And this place held like 350 people. And it was packed. Damn. I feel it while I'm talking about it. I bombed so, and I never forgot it. It just, I bombed so bad. They was just looking at me like, get your ass off the stage. Who told you you was a comedian? They was like, boo, no, no, no. <laughs> we don't want to hear a noise. We don't want to hear ass. no more. When I walked off, I just had my head down. Were you the headliner? What was this? No, show? I wasn't was the headliner, like, but. Was like I was a the host. Of yeah, I was people. just like in the middle somewhere, uh-huh. Lisa, and I was just like. I bombed, and when I walked off, you could see like all the comedians would be up in this little section right in the corner because the the, the, the uh, theater, the uh, venue went up this way. When I bombed, they was all looking at me like, "Ooh, you took a bad one." I was like, "I know, thank you." Damn. <laughs> How did it start off bad from the beginning? From the beginning, Felipe. It it wasn't good at all. I couldn't catch a rhythm at all. I don't know what the hell. <laughs> I couldn't I, catch a rhythm, man. I, I know could, what that feels, bro. I couldn't catch a rhythm <laughs> reach at for that all. Shit, huh? I'm talking about, you know, when you on stage and you start out like you pretty much when you go on stage, you kind of have directions you're going to go in. Well, when them directions not work, you got your little trick. Let me walk down this street. <laughs> that little trick. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, Rodrigo? Oh, yeah. Let me walk down this street. When I'm going to turn this corner, <laughs> but maybe I need to reverse a little bit. You know, like you're driving a car, you know. <laughs> they wasn't having none of it. They was like, no, you're not good. Get off. <laughs> and I got off, but I was like, I am good, though. <laughs> I am good. It's like when you when you start bombing, man, Um, 20 minutes. A material could go through one minute, bro. Oh, hell yeah, dog. You oh, start feeling God. that heat on your back. <laughs> oh, God. It's like a one line of heat. The seven minutes turns into seven hours. That long heat yeah. is someone, pu- it's like God pushing you out the stage. This, that's real. That's you're fighting real. it, like you just, the more you stay there, the hotter it gets. <laughs> you can't you can't really fight it. And then, but, and man, I, I hate when I'm bombing, when you start feeling like bombing. Then you go blank, man, and you get the, you guys start staring. <laughs> when you say, "How about them Lakers?" That's what. That's why. That's why when you start looking around the room, that's why I tell people don't bring your family to your shows in the beginning. Don't bring your friends. They'll never look at you the same after that bombing. <laughs> a bombing like that could bring up a relationship, man. For man. real, and a friendship. You better, you know, Brian. People stop loaning you money after you think you bomb like that. You ain't gonna make it, homie. <laughs> Maybe you should just try something else. I um I, I I did that. I made that mistake though. I brought my aunt and everything to another show at this little club. wasn't good. 
and I've never invited her since this day. <laughs> I have not. She was like, I want to come to one of the shows, and I just felt like maybe you did it to me. Because I got better after that. Maybe it was you. I was like, all right, I'm going to invite you. I was like, nah, I'm fuck around, bomb just again. Just watch me on TV. Yeah, I, I, I'll invite Here's a you. link. And I, she was sitting in there. She was like, that's all right. No, it's not. It's not. That's all right. <laughs> Bobby feels like... um. For I don't think for 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 I guess for me it would be like uh, I don't know man be like to watch someone you love so much so much getting having sex with like your your friends one at a time bro <laughs> and then she's looking at you going like this it's okay it's okay Damn. and you're trying to stop her bro but you can't <laughs> and then everybody's so and, and, and then your friends are going it's cool it's cool it's gonna be all right uh, she don't like it like that <laughs> your friends are telling you it's gonna be all right it's gonna be all right. <laughs> It's going to be all right. And then she's telling you, I'm fine, I'm fine. But you're like hurting inside. You know, but that's the way bombing is because all those people are going to tell you it's going to be all right. I'm fine. But you know it's not going to be fine. How do you recover from that and get strong enough to come back again the you get next time? a new time? chick. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to do I don't know, Lisa. Like, how do I have you no get, idea. Cause cause that's what I could never do it again. It's, 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 you got it's, 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 to be a different kind of human being to accept failure over and over at that because yeah. Yeah. as bad as it hurts yeah. here we go trying to do it again yeah, it's, it's almost like you know how they say crackheads <laughs> they always searching chasing for that. their they're chasing yeah. that first high yeah. Yeah, yeah. we forever chasing mm-hmm. we chasing and we chasing that and big we, laugh we chasing that shit feels good than a mother I'm telling you when you got them them big laughs going it's no other feeling in the world so we always chasing we always especially chasing. Like, when you're in that zone oh god they're giving me the light <laughs> they're giving you the light they're giving you the light you better believe when they see you rocking and rolling they're like ooh the headline like get up out he's stopping the stage out get her heart going up next get her off <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's always like I think Lisa's just like you always chasing you do but it is uh, just hurtful huh when it's up there yeah it is but it, it, it is just like you're just you, you you keep chasing and you it cuz it's disappointment like Felipe said after disappointment so if you started as an open micer and you kept bombing I'm not a comedian by the okay. way and you kept bombing <laughs> uh and you never got the laugh there you probably would drop off sooner than the others right if you get a couple laughs that's that taste of yeah. you wanting yeah, to come back if you're right? open mic and you're not getting any laughs if you get if, nothing you're yeah, more likely to stop yeah probably you probably should because even as an <laughs> open micer when you got it you're gonna get some laughs it might yeah, not yeah, be yeah, what you want right. you're gonna get something else. something but but yeah it's tough but if you get nothing yeah if you get nothing maybe it's not a good idea at least. I don't know. <laughs> yeah you shouldn't be up there man hell no <laughs> but I've seen people who were not funny, who were just stupidly not funny to the audience. Later on, that same stupid act mm-hmm. is making me fucking laugh out loud. Because okay. it just grows on you, I guess. And you realize, okay, this was a stupid act the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Does the comic know it's a stupid act? I don't know. Or they think I it's really good. processing it. <laughs> I doubt if they think that, though. They, they, think, they just think, think it's that. really good. What's your with Bob Rodrigo? Me, that's like fucking getting jumped and you have your arms and legs tied behind your back. You can't fight back. <laughs> just keep coming at yeah. back, back, back. Uh, nah, it's to be more emotional. That's physically. Yeah. It's, 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 it's more an emotional cool. thing, man. But you know what like I mean? will cry I, and I, get I, your I, ass beat. I could get beat up over and over, man, but... The pain's gonna go away, and I'm gonna get beat up again. But 
it, it's like it's more like a heartbroken to me, man. Yeah, it has to yeah. be a heartbroken because having my my friends have my we have sex with my wife or my girlfriend. You know, I'll be heartbroken. <laughs> so to me, it's more personal. <laughs> my wife, whatever, it's more heartbroken for me. Because I, I I've gotten jumped, I gotten beat up, and you know I walked away from that, but. Nah, man. It stays with you. It stays with yeah, you, man. It does stay with you. But you know what's hurtful, too? I don't know if you guys feel this way. Is when you, as the years pass, and you got pretty consistent with getting laughs, and pretty much, you know, at this point, okay, at this point, I'm a rip. I'm pretty decent. I'm pretty good at this. And then one of those days happen when you don't get them. You're like, oh, look at this shit. <laughs> it don't never go. You know, it's not as bad as when you bomb, bomb. But you know, uh, I, okay, I was just all right, you know. Those hurt me too. I'd be like, oh, okay, that was. Those are more hurtful because you're already in the professional stage. Yeah, you're in the professional stage. She's like, y'all ain't laughing at everybody else. Well, like, like even this, though, but even though sometimes I hear the audience one way, but you'll say, man, I didn't think they laughed at anything, or I didn't think I did I very well. Like you won't feel too. like you did very well, oh, yeah. but it was a fine. It was you, fine. I think to feel that you've been doing it for a long yeah. time. Like you're critiquing yourself, I guess, more harshly. Though. Yeah. Like the motherfuckers did not get the, the middle joke. Right. That one little tag. We, we, but like, what, what was That's your, true. What, what was the last time you said you found like this was a bombing? Like what show you think it was, Rodrigo? Like you said, I wait. <laughs> 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 well, they were not giving it up to nobody, and you were there. Too, and then he give it up to you. The last one, probably Wild Coyotes, huh? Hell yeah, where dude? Because Wild Coyotes, you didn't get a chance if you weren't rocking it right away. That's that's what's funny. That's funny huh? A lot of people don't get that now. You get a chance now to go up on stage. Yeah, that's true. You get a lot of cheer. You oh, do. I want you to do good. You yeah. do. You're just like I don't want to. It's like before it was like motherfucker. You got to make me laugh. Though. Yeah, yeah. Like if okay. somebody would have yelled out, "Don't give up," while I'm up there, I'll give up. <laughs> that, that's not cheering me on But people get that nowadays You're right I'm gonna keep moving on Oh hell yeah dude <laughs> But back there We just boo it off Oh dude it was uh, They had no time for that Yeah they booed you off And you then did. you're You know they had You know, you were going up Into like in, in between solid professionals too So yeah. the crowd can kind of tell yeah, you Tell them more about uh, can, uh, about how about the Lakers night. Oh, uh, because I was at this place that uh, because I bombed this that was that was a place in Marino Valley. Cheers, Cookie used to do that place. You just a twelve five room though. Uh, well, that's why I didn't know any better. Yeah. I didn't know where to go. Like okay, you just so. some rule that if a person that started at the comedy store, he probably would have quit by oh, now. Oh, dude, it's fucking. <laughs> that's why it makes me laugh. Like when you know you're in front of like not softer rooms, but different rooms, y'all. Dude, not that this is easy, but it's just like different. But. So I'm on stage. There was a brother on stage and shit, and you know he was doing good, all right. But then fucking it wasn't happening. Homeboy, so I don't know what the fuck happened. And that's when that uh, ludicrous song was on. Move, oh. bitch, get oh. off the way. Oh. No, then there was like a big old black lady in the back, oh my and then she's God. all, "Boo, motherfucker, <laughs> get off the stage, uh, get off the stage." For you? No, for him. Oh. So then oh, I'm. You were next. And then he's all, "How about them Lakers?" <laughs> And that's when the Laker was hot. They go, yeah, motherfucker, we get the fuck off, right? right? So he goes down, and then, you know, Cookie over there trying to cheer it up. Then I got my Latino, but I thought, I'm going to go over there and blow that shit up. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> I go in there, I try to hit him and hit him, and it wasn't. And then some bigger brother in the back going, man, get your ass out of here with those old ass Jordan looking like a broke ass Paul Rodriguez. <laughs> <laughs> but I just battled that a little 10 minutes through. <laughs> I acted, right. But it was like, you know, not as bad as the other dude, but I was still kind of in that realm where, like, nobody brought it back to how it was supposed to right, be. Right, for, right, For the any good heckler stories. Yeah, bro. Uh-huh. It was a devil. I heckled by the guy with the glasses. guy was, like, he picked up the guy's glasses. Oh, uh, dude. What's up, this comedian, man? He said, what the fuck, dog? 
He fucking looked, looked at his glasses. You can see the fucking future with the fucking glasses. <laughs> and the guy said, you don't have one. Oh. <laughs> oh. 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 Them hackers. Oh. Those hackers, they can no, be deadly. But like, you got to know he when. He picked up that guy with the glasses. So he probably been picked up his whole life. Uh, yeah, he, he had ready. good ones, dude. He was ready. And you got to know when the heckler ready, though. Some comedians <laughs> don't know when they ready. You can tell when they sit back there, they got their drink, and they like, come on. Get a set list. Yeah, they got a little tape <laughs> recorder. They sitting back in that chair like, come on with it. I came up here just for your ass. Come on with it. I didn't even know why. And, and, well, coyotes, that would happen to you, and people would come up and shake your hand afterward. That was fun. They were heckling you. Oh, that they were little fun. stars, too. Yeah, they were at, like at bar stars. That that, at, at regular bar clubs, there are people that go every week, and they heckle every week. Mm-hmm. And they shake your you're right, they shake your hand at the end of the show. That's their performance. Oh, yeah, yeah, hey, we were funny. I'm not a motherfucker. <laughs> I was funny. You were annoying. You were annoying. Oh, man. <laughs> like the way I have. I hear when a, when, people, when a heckler walks up to you, after you fucked him up, you, you didn't do half your act. Nobody got to see your act. All they saw you was clown him, clown him, clown the town. You were done. And then they're telling you, hey, that's the way I helped you out. You ain't helped me you out. You help me out, motherfucker. I was doing fine. I don't know what you're talking about. What would that you, you want to help me out, man? Go find a promoter. <laughs> Sometimes I tell a heckler, <laughs> I tell a heckler too, like, I don't want to do this to you. Cause it's about to be bad. Cause I'm going to talk, I'm going to add in mamas and daddies and all that. I say, so do you want me? I don't want to do it. I'm giving you an opportunity. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> all right, I'm giving you an <laughs> I'm like, okay. How about when these motherfuckers heckle and you fucking heckle the fuck out of them and they try to get all violent on your ass? Yeah, they mad now. They started <laughs> <laughs> you don't know me. I did. Hey, dog. I'll I bring the setup in here right, right. now. <laughs> you get threatened. But you I know they can't it. take it, huh? Hell no. Nah, but they started it. How you going to start something and can't take it? Why you start it? <laughs> Sit there, eat your chicken wings, <laughs> drink your henny on the rocks, and shut up. But it is. How did it know? How, how was that supposed to know that wasn't your wife? <laughs> Yeah, dog. Get out it, man. What type of you call that dude Dusty Rhodes, right? I call him Ric Flair. <laughs> People just can't take it sometimes. Fuck man. no. I was always like, especially at the Wild Coyotes, I was like, fucking motherfuckers talk shit. And as soon as fucking somebody fucking found it, it was just like, they'll scatter and go, oh, it was him. Ah, oh, these motherfuckers were laughing with me. Now they're over there sitting with the victim. <laughs> or, or, or like... I also don't like when um, you get booked by the promoter, mm-hmm. and then pr- the promoter has a little table for all his friends, and that table's heckling. Oh, yeah, that's God. the worst. Thing. <laughs> little privilege table. Yeah, that's the worst. But enough, thing. but no, but enough will get enough will get enough with enough with um, Daniel Dugar shows back in the day. <laughs> yeah, Dugar Too had some heckling and shit. Yeah, Dugar had some serious shows back in the day. Shout out to Dugar. He always looked yeah, out for me. Hell yeah! I know somebody we, we were talking about people people back here in LA. We'll talk about his show that's being so loud and so bad. Like Ruben Paul one told me, no, man, his shows, he pay you, though. Yeah, he pay you, though. But too short, and his boy be hecking through the whole show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about, the, I, I like when the heckler, when you get the heckler and the whole table, they laughing at his ass. They can't take it no more. First, they all had this united stance. <laughs> <laughs> they looking like, mm-hmm, and after a while, they just drop their head. I said, see, now your friends, like your family laughing at you now. So it's an imminent problem. You need to shut up, dude. Me? Like, um, like, 
I've given f people who heckled me nicknames. To this day, that nickname <laughs> lives. Wow. That they call that motherfucker that. <laughs> wow. Like, like when I go back again, hey, there goes my friend. What's his name? But they don't even know that they use the same joke on that motherfucker <laughs> that I did to a guy in Tennessee <laughs> and there's three assholes, the same nickname. <laughs> Nationwide now. <laughs> it's on your side. That was another um, tweet I had this week, bro. Which Speaking one? of topics, that the music has gotten so bad that I cannot wait for the next Nationwide commercial to come out. Ooh. <laughs> the music, though, I think the music uh, is different. Uh, nationwide, them good singers, bro. They are. <laughs> I, just, I just fucked up to do the Nationwide commercial. <laughs> like the guy singing the piano. Concert. I don't know who the hell he is. I'm thinking, is that the guy from Empire? No. But then he's singing, Nationwide is on your side. <laughs> <laughs> got you. Huh? He don't got an album. Believe me, like that. He don't got an album, but this guy fucking yodeling has a fucking multi a platinum album already. I know, like three million followers or something. I like know, that. it's disgusting. Yeah. Our, our, our world is crazy. Yeah, the, it, we, is we live crazy. in a nicer world. That word is crazy. We live in a nicer world because a little kid like that in my generation. He'll be he'll, he'll be bullied for his whole life. He'll never wear those clothes again. Well, they would take that guitar and beat his ass with it, dog. Like yeah. as soon as that kid would have got to school, like they would have showed that little kid in the news on on, on the fucking Channel Seven <laughs> Eyewitness <laughs> News. Ashley Devine, whatever Ashley Devine is talking about. Yeah, a little kid singing like a little crazy singing in Walmart this morning, and they show him. Then they go, the kid go back to school. What the fuck are you yelling, you idiot? <laughs> he would have got bullied in school, bro. With boots, fool. With boots on. Dude, I remember we were shit kickers on. We would, we would bag on Mexican. I'm Mexican. We would bag on Mexican fools that came to school with boots on, dog. <laughs> Imagine your ass, dog. And you oh, live near the guy. country. Yeah, dog. Get the fuck out of here. Hell yeah, bro. In my school, man, anything just ridiculous that goes viral now, they would have fucked you up. Oh, fuck Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Even a little kid, uh, away with that Charlie shit. bit my finger. Charlie! <laughs> Charlie, oh don't do that, Charlie! Charlie bit me. Charlie bit me. He could be famous, but just walking, walking up to walking up to somebody and hitting, hitting him in the face with a pie now, bro. You can't. You can do anything now. I don't like those. Like the, I, I feel him saying the people can't sing anymore. I don't even know why that's accepted. Like why? Why is mediocrity celebrated though? All the time. All the time? What is that about? <laughs> because now the music companies are in control because now they know they can just create a star. You know, you can, like, Nicki Minaj a star. You can, like, okay. who are, Ariana Grande. Who are all these new, like, manufactured people? Mm -hmm. um, but even the rappers, too. Like, you just say, okay, well, we're going to dress you up like this. We're going to partner you with these people. We're going to, you know, and they just see money and they go, okay, okay. They're not putting out any good music. They're just a creation for the marketing. It's no, all bro. instant, too. It's all instant. I like, you catch like, up. like I when Frank Zappa said, like, when did we ruin music? And he goes, well, it was an older guy, right? An old guy, right, who... Who gave this guy, this wild guy that was singing with a guitar, like, you know, rock and roll music. He saw him at a bar. This old guy said, who gave that guy a chance? And that guy sold millions of records. Then the old guy said, how are we going to get more guys like that? How am I going to find more guys like that? So they hired a guy 
that was that guy's age to go find more guys who look like that guy. Mm-hmm. And everybody just started following the same routine. It's not Hollywood. Doing right? that shit today. Yeah. yeah. Hollywood's the same way. People are so afraid to lose their job. But, they want to do it, the same but it, took, yeah. but it took an old guy, yeah. a real old guy, to mm-hmm. believe in it. <laughs> but it's the young guy he hired that's going to hire the same type of people without letting the music be different and new. Mm-hmm. <coughs> no, they're going to just look for that same thing to make another hit, another hit. And then instant stars go over there and pop them out three three million records real quick and they're fucking forgotten six months. Yeah, that's see, a that's process the, that's that works. Thing. Yeah. That's the process. Recycling that shit. It's recycling and it, and it doesn't give you longevity. So we're, man, in America, you know. we're addicted to newness. We like new shit quick and all throw the it the time, fuck out. All the time. Like, and it doesn't disposable. even matter to us if it's good or not. Yeah, just that one song for that little, yeah, for that little time. Well, I told you, like, like Kesha. Okay. Kesha. So I knew... I, I know Kesha's <coughs> best friend, her childhood friend that she grew up with. They both lived out here. I was waiting tables with her friend. Kesha was like, she'd show up every once in a while. But she wasn't Kesha yet. She was just Kesha. Okay. But her real name is Kesha. But oh, anyway. Damn, I didn't know that was real. Yeah. So she shows up to like our karaoke nights and stuff. But she's underage. She snuck in all the time without an ID. And um, But she'd hang out. And then she would go up and do karaoke. And she was horrible. Like mm. horrible. Like beyond. Like you can tell this person can't even carry a tune, right? And she would talk about, she just got back from Japan and touring and stuff. I was like, who is this? I was like, don't be lying. I was like, who is this? Like, all I know is you hang out with us sometimes and you're underage. Like, that's all I know about you. And then all of a sudden, boom, she's on Flo Rida's song. And and she was singing on that, uh, what is it? Uh, You Turn Me Right Round, Baby Right Round. That's her on that song. That was her first kind of transition into American pop music like the, that that scene and then she got her own record deal but it was all creation you know they they like she she has a certain personality but they Rodrigo. just they they dressed her they marketing you know, plan the makeup, all that marketing shit. plan this is how we're going to do the music and you know it's and then inside there's this person there who can't really say <laughs> And it's, a but it's amazing. It's magic. You don't even have to be like I had somebody tell me. Well, you know, you if you, you, when you in comedy, you don't really have to be funny anymore. It's more marketing. Okay, so really, you don't have to be funny anymore. So what is the purpose of comedy <laughs> if you don't have to be funny anymore? But we see that that's true, though. Those people that show up at by beer, though. <laughs> or there will be no show. Oh yeah, it'd be no show. So it's it's, it's weird. But the the thing is, they're categorizing comedy differently like too, me, like and music. they're seeing. But they're seeing like Vine, which doesn't exist anymore, or like YouTube or Instagram, Instagram little yeah. five minute videos, one minute videos. You know, you ever have that crazy friend that dances everywhere? <laughs> <laughs> sure, and they take sure already existing jokes and just make it into a video, and then boom, they're a sensation. I'm telling you, man. You're a comic? Anybody? And once you're a sensation, you know what? If names. you're, um, if you have a flat tummy and decent boobs, <laughs> and you're fucking 23 <laughs> to 26 years old, you could put up any video and say, "You have that, you have that crazy friend that dances everywhere." Yeah. And then she starts twerking and showing her butt. Like at the mall, <laughs> at Vons, at Fool for Less, and then that video gets aroused. aroused. Blows up, man. It blows up. If I do it, bro, nobody. Me. You ever that one friend that twerks everywhere? <laughs> Me. Ew. I see you twerking everywhere. 
Any chick showing any type of body is going to have over like of a couple course. of dollars. No matter what. I- immediately. Add that comedic little element to it. There's add like, that little shit to it. Say stand-up comedy is still king, though. Yeah. You can say you I can believe do comedy, that. I but believe stand-up that. comedy is still hard to do. Oh, yes. hell yeah. To, yes. So you can take that person with 7 million views and go up on stage. And do comedy. He's not going to do comedy. I witnessed this. I witnessed that happen. At 11.30 o'clock show, this YouTube star sold out the whole room. How much stand-up did he do? Nothing. The whole show was a two-hour meet and greet. Yeah, 20 uh-huh. minutes of being on stage doing something. That's the total show. All he Good did, all he did was walk around with a, with a little horse in a, in, a, in a broom. Like a broom horse. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, the little penguin. Yeah. Stick pony. Yeah, unicorn. Yeah, pony. yeah. yeah unicorn. Yeah. And um, there were $45 tickets to get in. And there were all little girls that were brought there with, by their parents. And the parents were duped. The dad was asking, like, what did I pay for? Right? Yeah, what did you pay for? For your, dad, for your daughter to scream for an hour. Yeah, that's all wow. she And buy merch. Yeah. He walked out of there with $45, <laughs> sold out show, at 11.30 in the morning, Orlando Improv. In the morning. In the morning. And sold, like, around $5,500 in merch. See you guys later. I'm 21 years old. <laughs> Welcome to America. Capitalism is finest. I just it robbed your 14 year old daughter. I'm 21 years old, bitch. Suck it. <laughs> I didn't have to. He didn't even use a pistol or nothing. None of that stuck. And I'm up. Arab. How about you like that? He's Arab. Oh, he's Middle Eastern. Wow. He's Middle Eastern. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah wow. Your mom. Your, your dad voted for Trump, but I'm, he's sucking. He's sucking the unicorn broom dick right now. His <laughs> <laughs> name is Twains, by the Twains. way. Twains. Wow! Shout out to Twain's. That happens a lot. This guy, this guy said two dollars for the real twerks. <laughs> two bucks, <laughs> twenty <laughs> bucks. Two dollars, twenty bucks, dog. Twenty bucks. What's up, fool? Twain's with a Z. With a Z. Yeah, there it's it is. Twams. There it is. Twams. This guy. Oh, that's him, huh? That's him right there. With the damn unicorn. <laughs> Yeah, bro. Look at making a killing, huh? And he puts his dad on something. He puts his dad right there. Look at the two Middle Eastern guys, and they're killing it, bro. Killing wow. it. Wow. Show the videos on. Show one of his videos. Dang. Has a billion views. <laughs> and if you notice, most of the sensations on the internet and you in Instagram and all that, they young. Yeah, he oh, sees yeah. this. You song. know. Well, that's another thing too. You sell youth years. in America. You don't sell old motherfuckers. No, unless you're prolific, like Anthony Bourdain or something. Right. <laughs> Seriously, you have to have something really deep to say that's going to mesmerize motherfuckers. Three point four million. Oh, my dollars. grandfather watches him. <laughs> I can't play the song though. No, but well. by the way, that's one of the sensations. Bam! Look, put some hairy ass arms. Turning <laughs> 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 the fucking wolf man over here. Fucking Teen Wolf right here, right? Tweet right? <laughs> with wolf. the llama song. I he's singing. <laughs> I'll be in. I'll be in your hometown next week. Send your daughter. I'm gonna uh, be selling shirts for thirty five dollars. And um, yeah. That's so it. what is he doing? Nothing. <laughs> look, like look at the comments. Look at the comments. The comments. The comments are funny. I love you. In I signed that at my school today, and the whole club was singing. In, He's in singing about a llama. I don't know. But when you think about all the stuff they do on here, you almost have to be young. The oh, yeah, to understand that bullshit? Yeah, and then, to even do it. Imagine that's up there, what he was just doing in that staircase. Oh, you, you come home and watch your, catch your dad doing that, going, Mom, you got to yeah, divorce this motherfucker. Yeah, you got to do something about that one. 
But and then what's funny about all this shit? Then you got the thousands of copycats to do what these motherfuckers yeah. do at that little lower number level. And it that's is even h- horrible. It is hard work though to stay on your phone all day long and, and make these videos and, and stick but, your tongue but, but, out but and, that, and do. But the production hours. value has to be good. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. I know that even the, the, the girl I mentioned <laughs> it when your girlfriend be you ever had that one friend that dances everywhere? Yeah, yeah. the quality of the video Her is amazing. Tip top. Not to get Rizzo, but his quality is not that good. <laughs> Rizzo's a little better than most. <laughs> little tree, you hear the train going by and shit. <laughs> Mom all cooking in the kitchen. <laughs> Back to Dominique, man. So what'd you get started at, D.C.? Baltimore? I got started in D.C. I'm from D.C., but I did work a lot in Baltimore because it's only 30 minutes away. Timonium. Yeah, you know, yep, Timonium. You're talking about Timonium. I'm going to tell you, we used to go there every year for a church fair. They had a fair up there in Timonium every year. My grandmother would fry chicken and make potato salads and stuff like that. Take a bus trip. But I did start in D.C. and then from D.C. I went to New York and then I landed out here. So that's what, that's, that's my story. <laughs> yeah, it's been like what now? 23 years now? Damn. Yeah, I went to D.C. a couple of times, man, with um, Max Amini. I did the Bethesda Theater. Yeah. Falls Church? Falls Church. Falls Church, yeah. We did the um, Ar- Ar- um, Arlington Draft House. Arlington Draft House, mm-hmm. Arlington Draft House yeah. And DC Improv. DC Improv. DC Improv, yeah. And um, did the State Theater, too. State Theater, too. Yeah. They do, a friend of mine does a, once a month there at the Bethesda Jazz Club. That's off the chain in DC. So he does it once a month there. He wants me to do it, but usually when I go, I do the theater. So I can't do the club right now because I do the theater. You and I did a show together. We did a big ass show, bro. I think Tracy Morgan's actually first show. It was his first show from his accident. Yes, and we NYC. Didn't know. Yeah, it was Tracy Morgan's first show. Yeah, it was. He was hosting. He was hosting that show. Gentleman yeah. too. He was yeah, gentleman, and we went out there. But he's so comical, right? You know, he yeah. was in this crash. But the way he <laughs> act, did you see him, Felipe? The way he act, like he'll be like, somebody say, "What's up, Tracy?" And he be like, "Yo, who is that?" You know I can't see you. I went blind. I was in a coma, yo. And you like, why are you saying this? Yeah, man. nobody wants to laugh at this. This is very serious, yo. No, I can't see real. you. <laughs> but he's like, you know I can't see you. Like he was walking up the stairs. He gonna stop, right? Because I used to open for him at Caroline's in New York. He gave you a first star now. He did at Caroline's. He really did. How? Because, how did it happen? Because I was so, out of the process. Yeah. Okay. So I had I trusted the process. Were you percolating? When that <laughs> no, I wasn't percolating, Felipe, but I was trusting the process, right? I, I I couldn't get in that club, right? It's Caroline's on Broadway, huge club, and he started bringing me there to open for him. I met Tracy in New York when he used to wear the propeller hat. <laughs> and I went there one time, and I had seen him on some other shows that some of my friends were on. But I wasn't on the show, but at the after party and everything. And he saw me work somewhere, so we were friends from there. And I got in that club. He put me on that um, at Caroline's, and after that, I was able to work that club, get spots at that club. They were like, all right, we're going to call you for spots. I was like, yeah, you know what I mean? And so we've been friends from there. He put me in this independent movie called 30 Years to Life that he was doing. He put me in that movie. I've been on the road with him, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Well, I, I, I gave her her first start. Yeah. I saw Dominique. That's my horrible Tracy Morgan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw her. 
<laughs> yeah, don't do that anymore. Do it, do it, do it. I'm trying to do because I was trying to. I can't only do a good impersonation if I see someone doing really good. Yeah. Yo, like, we got Dominique yeah. over yeah. here. He Dean like, Edwards was like, yeah, Dean Edwards does a good. Yo, ma, I'm trying to tell you something. Yo, did you know I almost died in that shit? <laughs> I was like, I know Tracy. You know, but yeah, he's so funny telling the story. He walked up the stairs, and this one we were, we were at, where was it? We were at Madison Square Garden. Madison Square Garden, we on Madison, top of the world, on top, killing it. Oh, oh my god! It, it was a, such an awesome show. I <laughs> met her. It I met like the legend, the, the guy that went up first before me. Um, the other suit that was attacked by a monkey. Yeah, what was it? What, what, who was that? Who was it, Felipe? Attacked by a monkey. Yeah, he was on your podcast with me. Um, Tony Woods. Tony Woods. Tony yeah. Woods. Tony Woods. Yeah, it was Tony <laughs> Woods. <laughs> <laughs> everybody, everybody, when I, when, I, when when you go to any like um, you hear a comment from the East Coast talk, they was yeah, man, mm-hmm. it was me and Tony Woods. I said, all right, who is this guy? And I finally meet him. Yeah, so we went to, um, so we did that um, Madison Square Garden. He walking up the stairs, right? And I hadn't seen him in a while, right? Dressed he, in white. Yeah, dressed in white. So I, he was walking upstairs, and I could hear something say, like a little punk, 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 like a little pop, right? He going to stop. He was like, yo, you heard that? It's going to do that shit for the rest of my life. I'm fucked up, yo. I was like, what the fuck? Who says that? But but he really helped me. I've been blessed though in this in this business. I had a lot of people that took me on the road with them. So that's a blessing. That's how I feel oh, too, yeah. man. Yeah, that, that's somebody a took care of me somehow. Yeah, somebody took care of me somehow. You know, I've been on the road with Mike Evans. I've been on the road with um Lavelle Crawford. Been on the road with Tracy Morgan. And so when I would go on the road with those people, I'm an easy act to work with. You know, some people difficult for no reason. <laughs> They for are. Real, for like, real. That's how you, you open it, man. Yeah, you open it. That's how you get put on. I'm well, low maintenance. I'm going to try to do an extra two. Nobody going to notice. <laughs> oh, they notice, my They know it. So, you know. The process of time. The process of time. I get there on time. You know, I do my time. When I get my light, I'm like, okay, I'm going to start wrapping it up. And But that, that made the people, the promoters like me, that made me familiar with the clubs. So it really, really, all it all helped me, you know. Hell yeah. When did you uh, do Def Jam? I did Def Jam when they did it out here. And wasn't that like early 2000 when Mike Epps hosted it? No, I did but it that, that original one. Where the we, original we deal with one. Corey Holcomb. Um, the original Def Jam. I think I, no, I was on the Chris Rock one. The original Def Jam was Chris Rock. Yeah, yeah, he was hosting. A dude named Ronnie Long from Philly. Ronnie Long. Ronnie Long. Rudy Rush. Rudy Rush. Myself and Shucky Duck. <laughs> quack, quack. Shucky Duck Quack, quack. That might have been the last appearance, yeah. TV appearance. But I Chucky think when Ducky. I did no, that, it was <laughs> sometime maybe like in the mid, the late 90s maybe. Okay. Something you were in like New York at that time? Tell people who Shucky Duck I is. I was in New York know. at that time. And you have that one joke about, do you know how to roll? Yeah, do you know how to roll? Absolutely, I do now. <laughs> <laughs> the motherfuckers I roll no, with know how, how to roll. roll. See, there's somebody rolled for a single that's too dominate. Looks like she rolled five blunts and tell them how it is. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So, <laughs> so that, um, and, um, so then I started, and then what really, really, um, uh, so I went on the road with those people, but I was able to go by myself when I started doing, uh, Tom Joyner. Oh, that's when you were yeah. starting to headline and do your own thing? Yes, because see, he's syndicated. So with that syndication, I was doing this all, I was doing segments like three times a week. Awesome. I, I come on, do a segment, and he'll just throw me a story. 
And I'm like, oh, Tom. And then I just go into these funny rants about the story. Well, anyway, the dude was like, okay, well, I'm going to try you on a couple little dates at the club. And he knew them 9 million listeners that Tom had every morning, they came to the club. I was like, oh, okay. So that's kind of how that worked. And I'm just grinding it out. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm on Black Jesus. That's coming on. Is it again. coming back? Yeah, it's coming yeah. back. Right. We already it's got a it long in the, hiatus. It right? was. We have it in the can, so we just Re- wait for it. Corey Holcomb, my baby daddy. Corey Holcomb, my baby daddy. What up, daddy? Slink is still on the show. Slink and is still on the show. We gotta get yeah. Slink on the show to promote it. Yeah, Slink is on the show, so I'm doing Black Jesus. Um, I'm working on the stand-up show. I'm trying to figure out where to shoot it, so I'm working on the stand-up. Might be in LA. I like LA. You want to know if you have any Patricia O'Neill stories? I do. That is crazy. <laughs> I love Patrice. So we did this Def Jam. I don't know if you all heard of it. Yeah. In London. <laughs> no. We went no, on no, tour. That one. Yeah, we went on tour in London. Patrice O'Neill, my A sister. taping or a tour? Just a tour. Okay. We did some cities in um, Badass. Yeah, in London. Patrice O'Neill, um, uh, was it Tony Roberts, Capone, and who else was it? It was one more other person. I don't know why I don't remember, but I can't. Talent. No, <laughs> it wasn't Talent. Hold on, who's that sexy girl out there? Oh, Lisa, okay. Okay. Uh, uh, Talent, I don't know who the other person was. I can't think of. But Patrice, uh, the Kid Capri's brother, and I can see Patrice's <laughs> face so vividly. He ate a kiwi. <laughs> a kiwi? But he ain't peeled the shit. He ate the, <laughs> he ate the whole the apple. thing. Damn. I get on the van that we ride on, right? Russell Simmons was there, uh, Stan Lathan. So we riding this van. I get on the van, and Patrice is on the van sitting like this with tears in his eyes. I said, Patrice, what happened? He was like, look at him, yo. His eyes start bulging because he ate the whole key. We didn't even peel it. Damn. I don't know why he... I thought if you he should have known how to eat a kiwi. If you're gonna eat kiwi, most people do. <laughs> Patrice, laugh, we laughed at him so hard. Patrice was like, "Yo, you need to go to the doctor. Your eyes popping out of your head." Kid stands up and said, "Quit telling them this shit. They're comedians. They're gonna laugh." He was really like his eyes bulging. But the biggest thing about Patrice that he helped me with, we were talking about joke thieves. And he was like, we talking about joke these. And I was like, I was like, I don't even worry about it. I just kind of try to move past them. And he was like, he said, well, you don't really have to worry about it. I said, why? I said, people steal jokes. He said, because you, your jokes are so much of who you are. He said, it's going to be hard for them to rip you off. I was like, okay. And I, and I had people drop jewels on me the whole time. And they still do when I see comics and stuff they still drop jewels so i done had some experiences and been a lot of places with some dope comics yeah man that show at madison square garden was one of the biggest shows i've ever been on that show that show was helped huge. me get more shows yeah that show was huge because um you killed it because um, killed it. Tra- tracy morgan now uh, he messed up my name going up yeah and he, he read it like 10 times but he's practicing in the back because he, he felt like <laughs> but he then might get it she's telling me about him, him in a car accident oh my god he told me he blind he was, he was, he he was, was walking before. like this through the back i said look at him he was like yo who is it you know i was in a coma right i was in a coma i can't see no more start feeling on like, boobs i don't feel nothing no more. <laughs> sense of feeling smoke yours like i slink up we got you something you got me something yeah 
for you. Oh, yeah. It's a rolling paper. It's nothing to roll with. Yes, smoke mine. <laughs> thank you, thank you. It's I a think uh, Stoner Rob left those here. <laughs> he's he walks like pig pen a lot of stuff just flies around <laughs> rest in peace, in rest in peace what's up fool man what, what was the um what was the like with tracy morgan man was you anything, anything were you drinking on him sorry what was the like working with tracy morgan were you with him when you were sober or drunk I was with them both. We were party animal, huh? Yeah, I was with them, but at, I, the, I, at the height of SNL, right? Yes. Now I used to hang out with him then at the height of SNL, and we would go to the clubs. And and at that time, I drank. I don't drink anymore, but at that time, I drank. So we'd get to the club, right? And you know, you can already you already can tell when he bought the cut up. You be like, oh, here he go with Long this Island. shit. Long Island. Oh, let me tell you about Caroline. You want to hear about that? You were with Tony Rock? Huh? Tony would be on the shows. Me, Will, Savance, Tony Rock. We drinking Long Island. <laughs> that, damn right. We drinking Long Island iced teas, dude. And we got three shows. So we get there before the show and we just drink it. I mean, they bringing them You're on. opening, man. Relax. Yeah, yeah. The host, you know, I'm only doing 10 minutes. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I'm drunk. <laughs> strong you know, 10. It's strong 10. It's packed. You know, it's Because I'm trusting the process, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. The Long Islands are part of the process. process. They're part of the process, Lee. And it's her prerogative, so. Oh, absolutely. And Watch then I had Perkins. the Perkins oh, night with her. You know what I'm Nothing saying? like being a, uh, being a packed show, bro. Big headliner who's nice as hell. And you're drinking a little, little Long Island. You're on top of the world, bro. You're on yeah. top of the world. No so pressure. Bro, there's no pressure. Sales, no pressure. Nothing. 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 You, you started two shirts on the side. <laughs> you're in the bathroom trying to pick up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they bringing food. So Tracy's like, yo, why the fuck y'all bringing yo one iced tea at a time, yo? Keep bringing that shit, yo. So they bring them. And we drink it. And we drink it. Where the night passing on, we drink it. So I already knew. The first show, I made it. The second show, I was up there. I was like, I'm drunk as shit. So I'm up there talking to the people. I'm like, oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. They laughing, but I'm struggling, right? Because I'm <laughs> drunk as hell. <laughs> the last show, all of us shit face drunk, right? <laughs> Tracy was so drunk, he fell off the stage. You know how Caroline's is, yeah. right? That little curtain. If you step back too far on that curtain, you're going to come off the stage. He was back there like this. They had to pick him up. We had to have a meeting with the management when we got there the next day. So you had to do the next day was sold out, too. Yes, the next day was sold out, but we were so drunk. So I hung with him in his drinking days. We went to one club, and you can always tell when he's going to start tripping. We with Big Jim. That was his driver. When he take his shirt off... <laughs> And start going like this. That's an East like, Coast oh, thing. Oh, huh? yeah. He take his shirt off. He's like, oh, oh, we hear the music. And he's going back and forth. I say, here we go with this. It is, it is a, he, he has an old rapper with him, huh? <laughs> Who was it? No, Tracy Morgan always had like an older rapper hanging out with him. Huh? Yeah, sometimes he could, but it, it just depends on who he had hanging with him. He driving, he, he dancing. I mean, and then we walking, right? And people like, yo, Tracy, yo, Tracy, yo, Tracy. So I did, after we get drunk, we leaving out, right? So this one dude said, what up, Tracy? He was like, what? Why did he grab the man's drink out his hand and just throw 
wanted to cross the club. I was like, let's go. You drunk. (laughs) Then people would call me and they'd be like, oh, did you see your boy on the front page of the New York, um, the Daily News? He was in the news like every week back then, too. Carrying him out the club like this. He drunk (laughs) as hell. Then he gonna tell me one night, he gonna say, I'ma drive you home. No, your ass ain't. You can't drive nowhere. He was like, oh, I ain't drunk like that. I got this. We 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 had some times. I remember when I, I was I was hanging out with um, Tony Rock in, in Atlanta. We we're doing a show, mm-hmm. and he was telling me and Dean Edwards about that same night you're talking about. And then he goes, "T Rock was there." Yeah, and then and exactly the way you said it, man. And he was saying, "Nah, man." And then, but and then, but the, the Tony Rock is he he started the story just like you are, like a concerned comedian, like, "Nah, man, the <laughs> drinks kept coming, they yo, kept coming. son. They kept coming." He said he he lined them all up. And he he, was, he downed them one by one. They kept coming. And he said that he was on stage, and he started arguing with somebody in the front. He was like, man, you like somebody who got my sister pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody gave him a joint, and he lit it, took big hit, and that's when he passed out on stage. Yeah, he fell back the, into the current. So I'm like this. I'm like. And you had another show to uh, sell out weekend, right? Yeah, that was, we were just starting the weekend. So I, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in the back at this time, right? I'm not even in the showroom. I'm in the back. I'm like. I didn't drink too much liquor now. This is bad. <laughs> He's like, yo, come out there. Tracy fell out. I get around the corner to, you know, right out the little dressing room. They picking him up out the back. I was like, oh, this is some bullshit. Packed. Packed house. He drunk as hell. Yeah. He didn't finish the show? No. He, <laughs> he got the light early. Bro. Yeah, he got, yeah. He give him the light. Him give him the light. The light. <laughs> he, he had the light. But I had the meeting greet tickets. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man! You went you went home with a Tracy Morgan story. That's even better. <laughs> Hell yeah, dog! The Tracy he off the chain though. For, for, uh, Felipe, I tell you, he off the chain, no doubt. He's calmer now. He's calmer now. Yeah, he's a very sweet guy. In, yeah, very night. reserved. You know, he yeah. don't drink and stuff no more. He, he does his, his own family stuff. man and everything. Yes. Man, that that, that night though, when we were in Manhattan, um, I had no weed, bro. And I don't know where Darnell, where, Darnell. Rollins? Yeah. Donnell. Donnell Rollins, man. He hooked it up, bro. Like, he gave me a lot. Yeah. Save the night. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had a podcast then. Felipe did the podcast. I was like, Felipe, I'm doing my podcast. What are you doing? He's like, hell yeah, I do. Because <laughs> everybody, he killed it. Everybody killed it. Felipe crushed it. I wasn't out there, but I could just hear the laughs. I was like in the back. <laughs> Hurrah! Hurrah! That's how it sound when you kill it. Hurrah! Then you say something. Hurrah! you like, shit, at this point, I can talk about my shoestrings. Man, but the whole day, the whole day, I was thinking, I was going over my set or over nervous as hell, bro. Even though I'm doing 15. Yeah. Because I was doing like, I knew it was going to be like, I was like Tracy Morgan. Dominique, it was a big show. Tony show. Woods, big show. Ricky Smiley, Ricky Davis, Ricky Smiley. Smiley. Ricky Smiley. It was a huge That's a big show. Davis show. Just a big show. Don't know. 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 Yeah. <laughs> you know. Don't 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 I always think about these shows about who's going to go over because I think about the Laugh Factory or the Comedy Store. Because yeah. that show would have been done at a Comedy Store improv, you know where you would have been your, made you your been spot. You would have been home at like four in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> really? For real? What's the longest show, like biggest show or any show that you've been to where, mm-hmm. where you said, man, we're going to go home late? Where the headliner was up or you, you know that the show was going to run late? 
like in those theater shows, like I know in the theater game that they always tell us you gotta stick to your time because mm-hmm. once you they gotta be overtime. out of the field, yeah, that overtime the start, union they, that stuff. union stuff it starts going in their pocket, and, and once that happens, they are gonna blame you. I was on one tour where they wanted to charge the artists. Yeah, they'll do that. Yeah, they'll do that. They want to charge the artists. They was like, and I could hear the artists yelling. You know, when you go settle up. They were arguing like you went over. We need you to pay for this. This, this, this. so it comes out of the expenses before the before expenses. they give the profit. Away. But usually, I don't really have that problem, Felipe, because if when I'm on one of them big shows and the headliner goes up, pretty much I like dip off. You know what I That's mean? That's why Linnell said she said I do my fifteen, I get off, yeah, I get my off money, and, and I go. I How about like a comedy club? Clubs are different. A lot of co- comedy clubs, but they don't even care, man. Now on the, you talking about like on those workout nights, improv night, like. Yeah, them improv, they don't care. Like, but they're also home, most yeah. of them. You know, They are home, but sometimes those shows seem like they two and a half hours yeah. or so. <laughs> Three hours, they They're do. more relaxed because they're home they're and they're relaxed. like, I don't want to be in my house. But know? I think they should run it the same way. Get off, dude. <laughs> I, think the, I think the more professional ones do, the ones you know who already have something going on, they do. But I feel like some of the other ones who are trying to... It always reminds me of that Doug Williams... Thing, Doug Williams, Jamie Fox, thing, oh, you know, yeah, yeah, the back and forth, because those kind of people who are at, at a different level than the headliners, you know, those people are the ones who are going to run the light. They want to be seen more. They want people to see their whole act to see how great I am next to this headliner. You know what I mean? On the same stage, I, I can understand I that, you, but that makes sense. You just still got to just do it in a quick time. Yeah. <laughs> Show them in ten minutes. Oh, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. But they can show them in seven. But they're chasing. They're trying to find that perfect laugh too. You know, like they don't feel like they're done. Sometimes it's not one, and it's not one. (laughs) Sometimes (laughs) it's just not one. You just like you know what I was funny throughout, but that (laughs) bang at the end, I don't have it. So I'm gonna just say deuces. (laughs) (laughs) Some people just can't find that laugh. So they just name their name to true comedy. They can't trust the process either. So no, when you don't trust no the process, process <laughs> list. <laughs> Upcoming oh, shows, people. <laughs> Urban Improv this week, May twenty fourth through twenty seventh. Oh. Miami. Saturday's already sold out. Miami, oh, May thirty first at Magic City Casino. I'm headlining the Ultimate Miami Ultimate Miami Comedian Competition. I'll be wrestling ten comedians <laughs> for the Tag Team Championship of the World. That's You're not right. in the contest. I'm not in the You're contest. You're headlining after the contest is over for an hour. Mm-hmm. I'm coming to Schaumburg, Illinois. Schaumburg. 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 They call it the Chicago Improv, but not really in Chicago. It's in Schaumburg. I did that with Tracy Morgan, actually. It's far from Chicago. Time I did. It, but, but no, the, but they still come from Chicago because cool they know mom. they don't have a club like oh, that. Sorry. So That's they true. coming, so it don't matter. May 15th through the 17th, Schaumburg. <laughs> we got invited, but I don't know if we have time to go, but we got invited to go to the White Sox game and get a tour of all the the Chicago games. Let's go, homeboy. You go, what's up? <laughs> hey, what's up? With, oh, Hopefully it'll happen early no, enough. Get back to that back. voice. Okay, also, El Paso, San Antonio, Orlando. Oh. Coming up in June. <laughs> Check out FelipeWorld.com slash tour because I'm adding new dates all the time. And that's because I'm blessed. And I trust blessed. the process. And trust the process. And also, you got dates coming up. Funny somebody? as hell. You Thank gotta remain. You gotta put that. Always gotta put that in there. <laughs> he ain't no makeshift comic. You got dates it's coming up. It's the real up. deal. I Thank do you have very dates much. coming up. Uh, Funny June, lady. Thank you. June the first through the third. Uh, the Baltimore Comedy Factory. 
June the seventh through the ninth, I'll be the in Charlotte at the Comedy Zone in Charlotte. June the sixteenth through the eighteenth, I'll be in Jacksonville at the Comedy Zone in Jacksonville. Uh, June the twenty third, I'll be at the uh, Orleans Arena in Vegas. And June the twenty fourth, I'll be at the Arena Theater in Houston, Texas. You a full June. Yeah, we sure Hell yeah, man. Hell to, yeah. We just try to work. We try to do the best we can. I do have a podcast, too. Yeah, what's it called? Yeah, the podcast is called The Funniest Here with Dominique and Friends. You've been going on for a while, right? Hey, hey, well, not we just started, but the, oh, the old one the that old I one. did. You had an old one. Yeah, yeah. the old one I had. Oh, we had the, that dude. We didn't work. It didn't work out. <laughs> I'm just saying, it just didn't work out like... We just we not business partners. So here. the funniest yeah. here, yeah, the funniest here with Dominic and friends, and I want you guys, I well, want all of y'all to come on there. Well, comedy pop up network, right? Yeah, comedy pop up network. The funniest here with Dominic and friends. So Hell yeah, man! You have an Instagram? I do. My Instagram is Dominique Commodore. I was trying to be slick. It's supposed to be dumb. <laughs> I was, but I, somebody told me you not know how a, a lot of bookworms. And he's like, yeah. I was like Dominique Comedy. He's like, no, that's Commodore. I was like, ah. Oh. So it's Dominique C O M E D I. That's Instagram. That's Twitter. And on Facebook, it's Facebook Comedian. Do anybody? My nephew told me Facebook. Um, he said they don't do Facebook. I was like, why? He's like, oh, we call Facebook the old folks' home. It is. It's older people. <laughs> Yeah, the audience is different and they're more sensitive and they are older. Madly sensitive. Mm-hmm. And they a lot of political views. So my, 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 my state coach should, should come out on Facebook Live then. <laughs> <laughs> but they called it the old folks home. I was like, you know, that's he, hilarious. he's only 18, right? He's like, nah, I don't do Facebook. I don't, yeah, that's the old folks home. Yeah. I'm like, what? It's all Snapchat, Instagram. Yeah, Snapchat, Instagram. Yeah, so pretty much that. They don't even use Twitter these days, those guys. Those no, guys. they don't. Now use Twitter. The, Twitter's a news channel. Like, for them, like they're, they're into like six second movies. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Do you know this guy right there? He from DC. He's from DC. We're looking for yeah, this guy. I met this guy. <laughs> Let me see the I met this Who guy. guy. I met this guy. No see. name. You have no looks name. Like for him. Looks like Tukey Williams. He wrote a book. No, we do have a name. His name is. Uh, there was no little address on that book. His name is Larry. Larry. He's from D.C. And he, we, were, we were at a school. Cancer. And my name's Larry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Oh, That's my favorite line yeah. for that song. And my name is And my Larry. name is Larry. What song is that? <laughs> slow down. Slow down. Yeah. You got to flow with Aquarius. me now. Flow down. Aquarius. Pisces. Yeah. <laughs> Larry Capricorn, Capricorn. and I'm Charles, and I'm Charles. <laughs> and I'm but the Larry one Larry. made me laugh all the time. Cancer, and my name's Larry. Like, ooh, no way, Ron Dog. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> Ron. Hey, a little plug the date on. Oh yeah, Rodrigo Torres. What's up? Got the, Rodrigo. Uh, Viva Los Jokes in Riverside at the Fox. That's Tuesday, June twelfth. Tickets at the door, ten dollars. Brought to you by. Division 9 Gallery in Cosme, Cordova, myself. And the German podcast still going on? Hell yeah, man. Should, episode 39 is up. Check it out, please. Got the merch Solo. going still? Yeah, man. New, new, uh, new, uh, yeah, man, uh, t shirt, uh, mo- merch, and a new What's Up Full Wait, podcast. Wait, you have a new design for yeah, I like the your cover. Shirt. Oh, that shirt is dope. One. Yeah, we got, we just got what? this made. Why is that? You're a merch guy, too, right? You got rid of the old merch guy? <laughs> Oh, shout out to Alex DeLarge for that food. No, my merch guy. Did they went to school together. That food knows everybody. I need a merch guy. You got a good merch guy <laughs> I can Rodrigo. use? Rodrigo. We have a good 
uh, people they do they do good work and they're great. Um, okay. They're a little more expensive than other but they places. Do, they do the shit done. But, but if they, they do good work, that's that's no, fine. they do that's good fine. work. Like if yeah. you tell them, they'll tell you in two weeks. They'll get you in two weeks. Okay. okay. Yeah. No, they'll. I, I knew a guy that you tell him in two weeks that should be ready in a month. Oh. Bro, give me two weeks. <laughs> Yeah, he, they're not, these he, guys are not part timers or anything. I thought you did okay. it right away. Yeah. Well, I got, I got swamped eh, by Lowrider magazine. Eh? <laughs> What's that swamped? Swamped. Uh, I can't see. Well, this guy right there, he, he wrote a um, Dominique. I mean, we were eating at some restaurant, right? We uh-huh. were like in like the like DC bad, DC starting to look good neighborhood, like in between. And this yeah. guy was, was a soul food This, this guy place, was on the phone, talking on the phone, right? Mm-hmm. But then I went to go, so I went to go approach him. I went to go approach him, and actually, he was not. He was on the phone talking. He was on the payphone. On the payphone, just talking <laughs> like that. Uh-huh. Then I st- a they, payphone. They, they, yeah, a payphone. I have to clarify. It was a payphone. It was a payphone. <laughs> they told me to stop. I stopped. Then, and then he, and then he hung up. He was praying, but he was praying on the phone. <laughs> What? And he was praying to God. But on the a, phone? On the phone. <laughs> That's what he was doing. What was the number? Because sometimes <laughs> I need to call. <laughs> Unlisted. Unlisted. Okay. It's Jesus saves. <laughs> Jesus saves. But he was on the phone. The phone said trust scam the process. <laughs> but he was selling his own book. I said, so I got to buy it. Ten bucks. Ten bucks for his own book. His whole book was called was, um, How to... How to grab a man and make him your husband. It was basically how to get a man to do anything for you or give you any, yeah. whatever so you he had, want. So he had this whole process about how to get his wife. <laughs> it was for the ladies. I read it cover process. to cover. I read it, man. It was cover to cover. He said, like, sometimes your man, his favorite dish might be mac and cheese. So what you got to do, or his Chinese food. So what you got to run run out to his favorite, his favorite restaurant that makes his food. You bring that food over to your house. When you get to your house, you grab all your pots. You put on some nice dishes. You put on some nice dishes, mm-hmm. some candles. Like you made it. And then <laughs> you, you, you get two pots, and you fill them up with water, and you boil them so the mm. water starts boiling. Then you get your food from the restaurant, you pour it in those pots, and when he gets home, it look, it'll look and smell like you cooked it. <laughs> so we into deception now. We into deception. <laughs> And it was crazy. It was like, yeah. it was like it if you want a new car, it was like, you want a new car? That's a bad process. It was like, give your man a massage, a shoulder rub. Tell him how what a great man and provider he is. Like, rub his feet. Like, all this stuff. <laughs> and after some good lovemaking, then you just say, how about, I could use really use a nice car, Sunday a new car. <laughs> oh, those are the people who do the shirts. Sunday print, okay. Yeah. Shout out to Palmer's little brother. All right. Well, he's he's the other guy at Sunday Prank. Float on. You got to float with me now. Float What's on. up, fool? What's up? Wow, What's but up? you're out here now in L.A. full time? I live in L.A. full time. I do. I live in L.A. full time. I'm not moving. Like, people are always like, oh, well, they'll have earthquakes. Okay, well, it was one in D.C. too, and it was one in Maryland. So everybody's, having them. everybody's <laughs> having them now. So I just don't I don't like the four seasons really anymore. And, like, people are always like, well, what is it with living out there? It's kind of hard to explain. You have to move here and find out. I just don't want to <laughs> live on. I like living out here better than living on the East Coast. Like, I'm going Saturday. I'm going to, um, you know, I'm going to D.C. Saturday. They barbecuing and all mm. for the holiday. But 
I'm going there, but I don't want to live there anymore. I like living out here. I like the sun. You know, I'm I'm from the valley now. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody ever says that. I'm from the valley now. (laughs) How would people move back to their hometown or they quit comedy or whatever they did to go back to, or or they you say they left LA to move to Arizona or left LA to move to Texas, Mm -hmm. but then they write up um, their post, oh, I couldn't handle all that drama. Or they what say drama? exactly, or they can't say high rent. Or they say <laughs> I can't handle that the drama between Latino comedians, or if it's a black comedian, I can't jump on all that drama with urban comedians. Like, like they, what's that? I don't, I don't, what is that? <laughs> what's it's that? Like, because to me, like people always say, like, and I know what he's talking about. They got too much drama, and I'm like, what, what drama? Is, what drama is it? And it's like. My thing is, you always wherever you go, you gonna find kindred spirits. Yeah, Everybody, no matter what, no matter what, everybody's like bringing it with them. Like, are they, are they, they say that? Like, come on, Lisa, they bring it like, with them. I heard like Latino comedians that um try their whole heart or Mexican American comedians who try their whole lives to just cross over to white people so bad, like to write these these perfect gems <laughs> that gems. you're gonna cross over and kill at every white bar, you know, and then oh and then they're gonna and love then, you, and then. And then they, when, they, when they realize that that shit doesn't really work. They don't really work. It doesn't work. The, their excuse now is this. Uh, I never hung out with a Latino comedian because there's too much drama in the Latino community. What I don't want con- to be considered a Latino comedian. Bro, you're Latino. I don't give a fuck where you go. You're going to be, be considered <laughs> in the same <laughs> thing with black I don't give a fuck people. where you go. Yeah. You're going to be a fucking Mexican comedian wherever the fuck you go. You man. are. You are. I could, I could, get, I could man, <laughs> conquer the world. The first thing they're gonna write Mexican comedian Felipe Farza. That's his first. And thing. I accept That's it. First I accept thing. it because You're supposed my to. whole audience is Mexican. <laughs> yes. I live. They, they they pay for my bills. Thank you very much. <laughs> and then you supposed to accept it, but they always talk about the drama and they always talk when I'm always like I don't I never see it because the people that I mesh with I mesh with. I don't care who you are, black, white, Latino. If we if we hit it off, we hit it off. I don't do drama, so I don't, and this person, and that person, and I did never did like what Felipe said, and I think that helps your longevity, too. All this trying to be somebody else, you are who you are, and yeah, that's man. the best formula in comedy. Who are you? Who You are who you are. Like, I used to have friends, they used to always say, I'm, they told me to write my TV set. I don't understand that. I said, what the fuck is a TV set? Because <laughs> yes. they couldn't explain. You know, write your TV show and put it in jokes. What? I was like, okay. Oh, they're writing the show first? Yeah. Trying to write a stand-up act And they would all do it. They were like, you're not going to do it. They were like, you always going against the grain. When it works for you, I'm going to do it. And remember, shit ain't work yet. I remember this community come up to me. Right before I went up, because hey, Felipe, can I, and he, was to go, he was supposed to go up like two people behind me or behind me. I don't know when. And he goes, man, can I go before you, man? I'm trying out my, my, my Tonight Show set. <laughs> and, and, and I said, I, and I, I didn't give a fuck. Right. I said, go ahead. Right. right? But, but now, now I'm thinking back. He just basically was saying, I can't follow you. That's pretty much what he was because saying. Because my t- Tonight Show I'm writing is so whack. Yeah. It is so not funny. Yeah. And, 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 and crossover. And if you sitting there and if somebody tell you, write this TV show set, and you sitting there with this pen trying to write this TV show, show set, you're not trusting the process. <laughs> <laughs> you're doing it's, the process backwards. You're doing it backwards. <laughs> you know, you, it's not organic. 
you taking the you you taking the organic part out of it. And then I would go see their sets. They was like, I'm doing my TV show show set. Come um see me. I'm coming. They get up there. It's horrible. You might as well did your regular show and said that's my TV show set. That's the way I did it. This is my TV show. Well, Jill did his TV set one time. Maybe you don't get my show, but this is my show. I did my TV set one time. Went up on TV. Went on stage with the TV set. <laughs> and I passed out remote control to everybody. <laughs> stay tuned. Stay tuned. So some but of people stuff say that like, like they try to try to make it sound like you're high and mighty with that shit. Like they oh, do. Let me work out on my Comedy Central set. Industry yeah. talk, bro. It's just same set we heard ten years ago, dog. <laughs> yeah, and but that's that interest inter, industry talk. But if you don't. That that industry talk it'll mess your head up. They will, fuck man. Yeah, man. It will mess your head up. Throw you off your square, dude. For a real. lot of comedians are so thrown off, like like they gotta write blogs, yeah, complaining about the business, but they don't even have a fucking. They're not even headlining anywhere. One of the things I had decided long ago, and I've known this to happen to comics in this business because of the way this business is. You got to decide that you're not gonna let what's going on in this business. Kill you, cause it will strip you down. It'll tear your health down, and all those type of things. And I know dudes that that happened to. That the reality of what you're dealing with, you gotta trust the process and enjoy the journey. <laughs> Stick to your craft. <laughs> keep grinding. You know what I'm saying? For real. Can I quote you, Dominique? Yes. Keep <laughs> grind, Keep grinding, and know keep that you grinding. know what I got the goods. I'm gonna get where I'm going. Yeah, man. But because uh, all that other stuff, you'll be crazy listening to. Because the industry, they just make up stuff to just keep you holding on. Okay, do your, do your, do your, uh, do your, do your, do your TV show stand up. Come on, man. Hold on, I'm gonna do my soap opera set. Right, do your soap opera. <laughs> what you call it? Do your um, t- do the Tonight Show set. set. Come on, man. If whatever set I do, long as I ain't cussing, if it's funny, I should be to get on the Tonight Show. Yeah, so I know you're talking about this the stuff and pe- and people like believing in one way and then quitting. I realized that if you were a good looking person, like a handsome debonair, like a a real handsome, uh-huh. and you were a comedian at the time when I started, you quit already by now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you started off, I wanted to be a great actor. You want to be a leading role. Yeah. That was your old oh, main yeah, man. goal. Yeah. There's a lot of that those That was your stars. main goal. Yes, yes. Right? And you th- it didn't happen to you. It happened to Bill Bellamy, but not to you. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It happened to somebody else, not you. And you're still in the game. That's a bitter motherfucker, man. They be bitter. And then, like, they, they, they ain't do they, that. They, you got to But then you have ugly motherfucker like me who stuck around. <laughs> but that's me. Waited for the, waited the process. <laughs> you did, but you did it. But it was organic. organic. It was organic, and you did it your way. Not that you don't mix in some of the other standards that the industry say. You know, some of them are understandable, and some of them you can understand. But you still got to do it your way, too. You going to be here. You ain't going nowhere. We going to be here. When you got the goods and you funny or whatever you may do, even if you don't do comedy, whatever your your goal, your you know, your life's work is, you going to be here. But you got to do it your way. You got to see it for what it is and say, you know what? And that's why you just called off all them damn dates, didn't you? That's what I'm trying yeah. to say. And not comparing yourself and to other people. You go crazy and what you don't have and somebody else has. Because it doesn't make any sense. You go crazy. None, Lisa. You go crazy, None. man. You're by yourself with a 40-ouncer. <laughs> yeah. And you got yourself a joint. And you're hanging out with a homie. 
who ain't shit telling you, you telling you giving you a list about who you better than. Yeah. And then you go look at the then you go look at the improv calendar. All they have all these whack motherfuckers. <laughs> I used to do that, bro. I would see who 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 they have that week. And if it's a white whack ass white comedian, I will call up the improv and say, Yeah man, you got seat available. <laughs> and then there's seats available. Oh, so you're telling me this guy is selling out is doing the improv and you got <laughs> you got two hundred tickets left still. <laughs> All right. Then I will go back on that page so it was empty this week, right? This fool said when you're hanging out with a homie that ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's what it is, bro. They blow your head up, they do, bro. <laughs> they that's do. That's they the do. other industry. Oh, that's no, you don't understand, bro. A homeboy who ain't shit hyping you up when you're angry. Oh yeah. my, <laughs> no good, dog. Where he live? <laughs> no good, dog. Oh, dude, that's the best homie to have, bro. He's happy with anything, bro. Yeah. Who's <laughs> the comedy? Fuck! I never been to. Let's go. <laughs> so you just gotta pretty shit. much, and and, and 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 that's all you gotta really do. Like I always had my own mind. Like you got your own mind. See, when you got your own mind, you can't just influence me saying anything. I'm like that. Don't that shit don't even sound right. <laughs> you know what I'm and people did. Lisa said something too. You can't compare yourself to people. You gotta thank God for your blessings. And like my grandmother would say, you got to count it all joy. Whatever it is, count yeah, it all man. joy. And stay off Instagram. That social media <laughs> fuck you up, too. You see it a dude, never you read like, the comments. Oh, God. God. Don't ever read. I learned that in acting class. Do not read. <laughs> he said he would read the comments, right? He would talk about some big actor. He was like, okay. he read the article. talk about some huge A-lister, right? He'd be like, okay, here's the article. Now listen to the comments. Oh, they would shred the person. He said, them comments, don't read them comments. He said, them comments don't matter. They don't behind cut you deep. Ooh, Fuck yeah. Because they've got time. No mercy, yeah, though. To write the perfect thing. And they are know? bored. They're, they're not yeah, doing anything. Yeah. And they're, they're bullies. Like, they're, he- they're heckling. That's all they're doing. They're, they're just heckling. They're, all- they're just bullies. They're keyboard bullies. And they're not emotional at, about it at all. And no. you are. And, you know, yeah. and it's a personal attack. It's hardcore, bro. Yeah. Even looking over here, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> So what Felipe is saying is that if he was a heartthrob, he would have quit comedy a long time ago. No, motherfucker. No. What I'm saying is that most of the guys that got into comedy that were good looking, they were looking at stand-up comedy to be an actor As first. Yeah, they were. They figured they're going to they be were. a leading role. They're going to land that. The that's, sitcom that's like Seinfeld and be the guy that's a player. Yeah. It ain't gonna happen, bro. My focus uh, was to be funny and make people laugh. Yeah. The money will come later and it did. It, that's what I'm trying to say. I remember I told that's a comedian what he told part. me a long time ago, don't do it for the money, do it for the art. And then they're all, oh no, that's bullshit, bro. Again. No, but you gotta do it for the Nine, art. 90% hustle, 10% talent. <laughs> I was like, you crazy. Crazy. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Cause if you don't do it for the art, how do you, I'm how like, do you, what? how do you sustain? Like, how Hell you yeah, man. I don't Cause there is no money for a long, long time. time. Oh, and it's man. peaks and valleys. So, and you be broke for the longest time. So, I mean, it's like, how do you stack? The best line I ever heard, man, for this comedian named Gray Han. Because I used to have, I used to have a corporate job where I was making, um, I was making um, six figures a year. Oh. He goes, um, what did he say? That, uh, he was making um, six figures a year, right? I was making 72000 a year. I thought, what the fuck? 
He's making like one hundred and sixty thousand instead of like yeah. one hundred twenty-five thousand a year. And he quit to do comedy. Yeah, yeah. he was. Wow. Uh, he was. Yeah, I quit comedy, man. I was making. Um, I was. He said one hundred twenty-five thousand bucks. <laughs> now he's all. Now I do it for fifty bucks and two drinks and a fucking meal or something like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that motherfucker's funny, man. He's funny. He goes, funny. He goes. I used to make seven seven thousand dollars a year working with seven thousand dollars a month working in a corporate job. There you go. I haven't made that in a year. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough, man. It's tough. But you're happy because you're chasing your dream. It's like uh, American yeah. Beauty when Kevin Spacey's like he quits his job and then he goes Start to smoking weed. It's like the best time of my shit. life was when I was flipping burgers right. and working at that place. A lot of a lot of the gems come out in those bad times. Yeah, they do. Like you'd yeah. be like sitting down all depressed and then you come up with a great joke and at your lowest point you're like, what the fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to stick That's around. Then you, so you hold go. on to that joke like a fucking 38 Magnum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, what <laughs> And you can't go because what if you quit? You might have been getting a huge break the tomorrow. The next day might have been it. Tomorrow might be it. See, that's Hollywood talking. Yeah, that's the Hollywood That's the Hollywood That's the process. <laughs> that's the process. <laughs> I told you some of it is some good shit, but yeah. then a lot of it is some bullshit. That's what keeps some people working yeah. as actors when they make one film every three years or yeah. four years. You know, I remember like, uh, this comedian killing at the summer camp. <laughs> right? <laughs> And, uh, Destroying. Gabriel Iglesias was there, right? And he and then this guy never kills anywhere, probably, right? But Gabriel Iglesias, Fluffy was telling me that this guy kills so hard. But he goes, but he goes, did he make you laugh? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> but, but what made you laugh? What, what he was saying made me laugh. What did he say? Oh man, if, if only Hollywood could see this set. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is hilarious. That's man. funny. Let me come very cats and bring it fucking Boy Scout outfit, eh? But he, you're so fooled by that, you know, because I've had great sets thinking about this set would have made me. Yeah. Not nah, made me nothing. It's got me laid, bro. And I, and I hung out with the same loser at the end of the show. <laughs> even a set doesn't even even a really great set and a person who's on the cusp of being famous that cusp, set won't do anything up. it'll get you a meeting and you gotta kill in the meeting See, y'all hear Lisa telling the, <laughs> it she, is true, bro. she's shooting it straight from the hip <laughs> you, I, go I, ahead kill in the meeting and then be, kill in more meetings and kill in more kill meetings. in the pitch and then kill at the upfronts and you still gotta be uh, on yeah, man. Fuck like, shit up. the moment like, you slip they'll go ooh who are we messing with again <laughs> yeah. are we giving this money come to come on again? Lisa come you on Lisa you gotta be Kevin Hart basically man. Yeah. you gotta be the guy that, you gotta be on you gotta be on man I know people people who are hilarious on stage off stage, they are assholes. You know, they're not even funny at all. You want to punch them in the face. Yes, a lot of people and, and, and like they, that. They're hilarious on stage. They go on radio. They're fucking mummies, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They can't sell one mm-hmm. fucking ticket. Yeah. And you know, that's that, but, you know, some people just, you're not cut off for this business, man. If you're not going to be A lot of people like that on radio. And I don't even get that part. Like, what like you, I'll do press. You know how you do the press when you get to the city? They get all serious, huh? Yeah, and they like, <laughs> they like you were such a great guest. Because, I mean, I'm like... How you gonna sell any tickets if you come on here and you stiff don't talk hell. and you stiff as hell? I know it's six o'clock in the morning. I'm give a Barbara Walters interview. I know, man. Yeah, what are you <laughs> doing? Get with the process. You get with the process or go somewhere <laughs> and percolate. <laughs> I know, man. You, you, you're gonna, you're gonna. People say like, oh, he didn't let me talk. Well, we, I, <laughs> the best interview I ever heard. Make yourself. And I learned from this interview with Margaret Cho. 
Gabriel Iglesias was doing a fucking, um, he, he was doing an interview, and then Margaret Show called in because she had mm-hmm. to promote her show too. She didn't know what the hell we were talking about, but after every sentence, she said, Margaret Show at the Woburn Theater. <laughs> wow. Margaret Show, I'll be there at 10 o'clock. <laughs> Margaret Show will be there. And then she wow. mentioned over and over. That's dope so, promoting. So, so what I do now, if, if, the, if the interview not going great, so, Felipe, I hear you're doing this, you're doing that. Well, but you didn't hear was that I'm going to be performing this Friday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Felipe, I'm going to do that. I'm no, I do. I, I cut yeah, them out, bro. Good. I cut good. them out. I like league. that. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, but I like the, what you haven't heard is this Friday, I'm going to be at the Irvine Improv and Two shows are sold out already. Well, I'm not sold out, but but you know, I, I changed it around, man. Yeah. Screw that shit. Well, those DJs, though, yeah, especially he, the ones that don't have anything going, they yeah, don't like, know like anything. Like Man Cow from Chicago. Yeah, they're like reading your bio, and that's uh, all they have. I hate that. There's no. You have to take over the show. You do, and some point. of them be like, well, and they be if it, just just disrespectful, like, oh, you ain't even look at my shit last night or before I came. Give me a second. Oh, hell no. No. Well, we have <laughs> Dominique here and. Um, Dominique, so it says here, uh, and I be wanting to say, cut the shit. It's too early in the morning to be with your butt cheeks this tight. <laughs> it's too early. Let me pronounce your name. We got Laura right here. No, my, right. my, my, my name is Yanni. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. Or like sometimes I don't understand whether, why I, I want to tell you, comic group, why the fuck are you spending your money on this conservative radio right here? This talk radio, but I don't get that they're the, either. are biggest. We have a lot of listeners, yeah. But these listeners don't go to your comedy show. You ever noticed that they don't go to your comedy shows? Yeah, stop wasting the money there. <laughs> but it, it doesn't make sense that they don't spend money with your demographic. It's like why. Would I be on a hard rock radio show? Why am I on this show? Yeah. You know my demographic listens to R&B music. <laughs> you're supposed to get every R&B, you know what I mean? Station. And then do the white station that if we do, we do one Latino station, then do one white station with the, the, the pop the, music. Pop and, music. Yeah. But, oh, it'd be like hard rock. And I'm like, why are we even here? But, okay, let's do it. You got Dominique and the yeah, barking you spiders. Got, you, got a, you got a guy. Not only do you not like heavy metal, but you're there with a guy with long hair and a lazy eye now. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, Dominique. She knows what I'm talking about. Look at the show. But why are we having guests here? You guys have never seen that. I've never seen it. You are listening to the watch. BT, right? It's the black station. Ha, ha, ha. They throw a little stereotypical black joke and they bring you on. Came in like a wrecking ball. <laughs> Somebody's going to thrill them with, a, with some gags and their anecdotes. Like, Some said gags. It's just like nuts. So I, I don't know why they do that, but that's what they do. Oh, how about how about um, you're working with a, with an owner or promoter mm. and he finds out there's like some function somewhere where <laughs> our people is at. <laughs> Well, I'm just for real. Yeah. I'm just saying black people because there might be a lot of Mexicans over there, right? Yeah, yeah. I remember one time I was working at this club in Chicago, uh-huh. and um, the and the the guy that was working there, he found out there's a swap meet with a lot of Mexicans around. He could, how about we just go over there and walk around and people recognize you? You tell them there's gonna be a show. I said, nah, man, I'm gonna do that shit. Though. <laughs> they the say do that though. Like I know a lot of comics don't. Same plan. I ain't going. A lot of comics they go and they go in the city early. 
just to go to the mall and to do all those kinds of things, just to walk around and talk to the audience. Get some phone numbers. <laughs> yeah, that's what they're going Felipe for. Felipe said, I ain't doing this shit, man. <laughs> Talk about what's up, fool? We got the new What's Up, Fool podcast t-shirt. They go are dope. Up. They're going for $30. All the money goes for a fundraiser. <laughs> Oh, you got the purple one? Yeah. yeah the, What's up, yeah, food podcast? Let's get it in the light. Yeah, that's dope. Do. Yeah. One more time, where people can find you on Instagram? Um, They can find me at Dominique Comedy, C-O-M-E-D-I. My first name is spelled D-O-M-I-N-I-Q-U-E. That's on Twitter. That's on Instagram. And at the old folks on Facebook, Dominique Comedian. <laughs> and check out my podcast. This is great. I had a good time. What's your podcast again for us? Uh, the Funniest here, here with Dominique and Friends. Don't forget, um, we, have, we have a listener here that um, he, he follows our podcast. And um, he's recovering alcoholic and covering drunk. Okay. And um, he draws us to... to Helping with recovery. Oh, that's dope. Mario, right? Yeah, up he's there, a recovering alcoholic. Is he? I didn't know that. Uh, I thought he was. <laughs> I didn't know that either. Mario, I didn't know you? that. That's funny, man. I didn't think like, he was. Close that process. I, I, I don't know how I started listening. I, I got into um, following um, stories of T to the motherfucking K. Oh yeah, absolutely. Right. So I started following him. Hooray! He, and I followed him right <laughs> to. Um, what he done right he's been in the game a long ass time yeah about 30 something years though. he said that who's talking about yeah man I was kicking it with Eddie Murphy on the set of Beverly Hills Beverly Cop yeah. Yeah. I was like yeah, yeah, damn yeah and then 84 uh, right but then I, I, I went to his page and guess who the first guy I've been following you for a while it was Mario bro <laughs> oh <laughs> right, the guy who draws us Mario Cruz Mario, Mario Cruz, Cruz. Tell me, podcast, podcast listeners listen to a lot of podcasts. So now go listen to everybody. Go listen to Dominique's podcast. Go tell her what's up. Tell her I heard you in the What's Up Food podcast. That's right. Tell her the What's Up Food podcast family sent you there. Thank you. And I want y'all to come on my podcast, but I want all y'all to come. Because yeah. I like y'all together. I Lisa, why won't you come? Because I like how Lisa chimes in. Like Lisa said, but no. <laughs> You have to go to one meeting, <laughs> then no. you pitch us to pitch in another meeting. Well, and then, it's a lot manager. of meetings. It's a lot of meetings. You know what I'm saying? You want the manager up there and shit dropping <laughs> the fucking P's and Q's. Yeah. Cocksuckers. <laughs> Dominique. Thank you, Dominique. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Dominique. Thank you. I appreciate you guys. Somebody, can anybody find me? Somebody to love. Alexa, play hits from Queen. Okay. Somebody to love. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today.